The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priest and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave him the same order. He said in reply, yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, as is often the case, I think we can often use this middle reading here from St. Paul. And in that reading from St. Paul, there's often a key that's in there that can unlock the other two readings. And I think St. Paul has provided us with a key today to understand the other two readings, where he says, Let's see. If there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind with the same love. He's talking about Jesus. So we are to try and strive to be of the same mind of Jesus and the same love, united in heart thinking one thing, doing nothing out of selfishness or vainglory, rather humbly regarding others as more important than yourselves, each looking out for his own interests, not just each looking out for his own interests, but also for those of others. In other words, St. Paul is talking about that our call to be humble as the Lord Jesus is humble. Many spiritual writers recognize there are certain, uh, they call them life traps. There are certain life traps out there in the world that can keep us from reaching our full uh, happiness, our full measure with God. Some, our culture knows some of them. You've all heard of workaholism and 
There's other isms out there that are life traps. Well, here's the main one, I think, for spiritual people, and that is uh, the life trap of pride, of having a secret kind of pride in us, a secret way of making ourselves better than others, uh, a way of lifting ourselves up. And St. Paul says, do nothing out of selfishness or vainglory. Vainglory, you know, is giving the glory to ourselves instead of God. That's why every Mass starts out with that Gloria, because we can give the, all the good things we've done all day or all week, we can give that directly to God. Glory to God, not to me. Glory to God in the highest. So nothing out of uh, selfishness or vainglory, rather humbly regard others as more important than yourself. A key, key way to look at the world. And it comes, you know, it continues on in our very first reading, the prophet Ezekiel. He's talking to them uh, because whoever turns from his wickedness he has committed and does what is right and what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. And again, that's humility because we have to remember where we came from. <laughs> we have to remember how we got here today and our life and our sins of our past. There's no forgiveness for them outside of Jesus Christ. So we can't think that we're superior to other people because we have done the same sin or worse than other people. And so we have to remember that we, through God's grace, we have turned away from sin. And so we shall not die. We shall live because of Jesus. And then, of course, in our beautiful psalm, psalm number uh, 25, Jesus again we're, we're thinking about God, that God, the Father is compassionate, and the Father's love is from of old. The sins of my youth and my frailties, Father, don't remember those. Instead, remember what I'm doing now. Remember who I've become. Remember what I've learned from my mistakes. Don't remember what I did in the past, Lord, in your kindness, because you are good and you're upright and you show sinners the way and you guide the humble to justice and you teach the humble your way. And then, of course, in our gospel, too, it's about humility again, where, you know, the person, first person says he'll do it, and he doesn't. Second person says, I won't do it, but he does. The one who humbles himself and does what God wants is the one that does God's will, not the one who says, I'll do it, but don't do it. He does not do God's will. So this humility, you know, there's four... Let's talk about pride a little bit. There's four species of pride that are, and we talk about it in the generic word pride, but there's four kinds of pride, and depending upon your temperament, you're going to struggle with a different kind of pride. And one of those kinds of pride is being self-centered, preoccupied with oneself and one's affairs. One, another kind of pride is self-willed. Absolutely doing what one wants in spite of the wishes or the orders of others. Another kind of pride is self-pity. Excessive, excessive self-absorbed unhappiness over one's own troubles. <laughs> the pity party, right? <laughs> we all heard of the pity party. Self-pity. You're really happy that you're happy that you're miserable. And then self-complacency is the last kind of pride. Feeling calm, satisfaction with your own abilities or situation, especially when this prevents you from feeling sympathy 
or understanding others. You're self-complacent, so proud and happy with what you have done to the point where you can't even have sympathy for others. So these, uh, these four species of pride, we have to combat them by praying for humility. And what do we pray for? Well, we pray for to grow in self-acceptance. We pray to grow in self-esteem. We pray to grow in the gift of gratitude and in the gift of generosity. Certainly when you have self-acceptance, you can't be self-willed or self-centered or self-piteous. Or when you have generosity, it's pretty hard to be, have self-complacency because you're being generous. So pray for the opposites, especially if you can figure out which type of pride you struggle with, then pray for that opposite virtue. St. Vincent de Paul said, be careful to give no credit to yourself for anything. If you do, you are stealing from God, to whom alone every good thing is due. Pride is stealing from God because you're, you're taking the credit for yourself when it belongs to God. St. Um, Saint Mary Euphrasia praised humility in this way. She said, humility is the key which opens all the treasures of God. It is the key. Look at Jesus, born in a manger, born among the poor. Look at these stations of the cross where Jesus is teaching humility in every single station. Humility is the key that opens the treasures of heaven. We'll close with a poem here, part of a poem from Margaret uh, Cagle. And here it is. Humility goes a long way with God. He really hates a proud look. You'll see that God honors humility if you take a look in his book. Oh, Christian, don't boast about success. Let your spirit be humble and meek. Try to please your heavenly Father, and for others, men's praise never seek. <laughs>